have your Bibles, let's go to Isaiah chapter 9. We'll pick up at verse 6. Some of you have your Bibles, some of you have phones. And I think about that even in the offering today is that, you know, Jesus became a, a man just like us. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I, I know it's it's really it's a mystery, but it's it's really it's really pretty amazing that yeah that God would would be you know be born as a child. Isaiah nine chapter uh, Isaiah chapter nine verse six. And I guess that's kind of where I'm going, even as a, a segue from our offering. But um, the Bible says this: It says, "For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder." And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice for the time forward. Even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Father, I thank you. You know, Lord, I, I thank you. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. I thank you for what you've done for us. And Lord, I pray, Lord, even today, let this word, let this message touch people's hearts. Holy Spirit, come and invade people's minds. And Lord, I pray that the soul of every person today, Lord, would, would experience fresh revelation from your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. You know this uh, this glorious prophecy. I, I it's it's very it's very fascinating, but this is the prophecy of of the Messiah that was that was given, uh, of course, to the the people of Israel, but also to us as uh, as Gentiles or or as Christians. And this was prophesied several years back, and. Um, you know, there's nothing more precious, and you know, many of you know that we have a baby uh, th that's been born that's uh, with us. Uh, she's a beautiful, beautiful baby. I mean, you know, and it's it's a, it's such a joy to have a child in our in, in in our midst. I mean, just there, there's a joy. I, every time I see her, I just smile. I don't know if you're like that when I see a baby. Every time I see a baby, I just I smile. It just it makes me happy um, to think that you know this is this is what God does. God, 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 you know, God's creation. It, it's simply amazing. But, you know, to think that God, you know, would be born of a baby. You, you understand that Adam, God created Adam, and Ad, Adam was a man. He created Adam as a man, not as a child. So Jesus himself lived and walked just like we, just like we lived and walked, you know, even as a baby. You know, you know, you know Pastor Miranda talking about the gifts that were brought before, before Jesus. They weren't bringing him baby rattlers. They weren't, they weren't bringing him pampers. They weren't, you know, it wasn't like, you know, they were having a full outblown baby shower for Jesus. They were bringing the best of the best because he was the king of kings. He was the Lord of Lords. And, you know, as, as she talked about that, that was what helped provide for them as a family for the, for the first few years of his life. So these weren't cheap things. But let me add to that, that, that these were kings. These were kings that understood Isaiah 9, verse 6, that, that there would be, there would be one born 
That would be called mighty. That would be called wonderful counselor. That would, that would, uh, that would be given to the world, amen, as a gift. You know, I, I, I thought about this, this uh, yesterday as I, was, as I was preparing last night for this and, and giving a lot of thought to it. And I, I begin to think about the, the, the best gift that, that we can give or the best gift that we can get a lot of times is the gift of serving. Because, see, I understand one thing very plainly, that Jesus Christ himself, he, he was born as a child, as a gift to the world. But, you know, I, I mean, the, the very name that each and every one of us are, are given, you, know, you, you touched on several things even through the tithe and offering. The very name that's been given to us, the name of Jesus, is the very name that carries the power. But, you know, you know take your Bibles, go to Acts 10.38. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to read some scriptures to you this morning. But, you know, as I'm doing that, I, you know, as I'm talking about serving today, Brother Don, if you would, come up here real quick. You know, I, I just, I, I feel to share this testimony because I, I want this to tie in because, you know, one of the things that our GO team is doing in, in the church is we're going out and serving. And I just, I asked Brother Don, I said, you ready in season? He said, yeah. So, so uh, I didn't ask him until about three minutes ago, five minutes ago, whether or not. I said, you know, I want you to share a testimony just about what, you know, even what we're seeing, you know, in the church and even, even that of, of serving. Amen. Because we've had an opportunity to be able to serve as, as the GO team. This church is a serving church. Praise God. I'm thankful for that. But we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about what, it, you know, the, the best gift, the best gift. And that is the gift of service. Amen, Brother Don? Praise God. Yeah, we had a wonderful night the other night. And both, both times that we've gone, we thank Sister Diane back there for the opportunity. And, you know, it was Pastor Eben, we were, I was talking to the guys back there this morning. And I, sister, I was going to talk with Diane. But I thought, you know, Paul admonished in the Word of God. He, his heart longed to be, and he had fellowships throughout. Uh, the region, and he loved to, you just couldn't, and I, and I really felt that, I felt a, a kindred spirit, you know, there, there was such joy and such peace there, I mean, every time we've come, and um, and I, I don't want to embarrass him, but even while I was there, she she welcomed us with a, with a card that they had gotten together, just to, and they sowed a seed, and I thought, you know, there's nothing more that speaks on someone's heart than that, them wanting to give back, you know, and that, that was, we, we don't, we don't go, she can tell you, we don't ask for anything when we come, uh, we don't take up an offering. We're there to sow out of ourselves. But to see that heart and that receptive, and you know, many people said it right now. It's it's a uh, it's a crucial time in the earth. There are people that are hungry, that are pulling on it, and that's it's it's so easy to go and minister. And and everyone that jumped in, like pastors talking about a heart of servant. You know, even if you don't feel like you, you, you've ever done anything like that, there were people that came the first time they came, and they just jumped right in hands and feet what can i do they served in whatever capacity whether just loving on people and seeing the miracle in that room and you know it's just the, the heart of people like i said just a that's what people need they need that touch they need the there's an anointing that goes out of this house and i was thinking back here i thought you know you guys have a television there i said pastor we could set up a roku in that room and we could literally have another extension from this church watching us online while we're having service and i saw that i saw that in my spirit that you know they could be right there live with us 
and have, a, have another extension there. So that's what the Lord's doing in this house, and that's just the first of many. But uh, to have a heart, of, I want to thank everyone that went out the other night. You don't know what it means to the kingdom, that, you're, that you can be used. And I think that's the whole thing. People, on a Friday night, they cho chose to take their time to come and be a part of this, but they didn't, everybody wasn't running out of the door, hurry up, let's get home. You know, they lingered and they wanted to fellowship and the people that were there just 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 soak it and drank it in. We're we're believing for great things for that that house there. Uh, Sister Dine will tell you they've already established uh, started Bible studies and things that are happening out of this. So thank God for the hunger and the thirst that's there. That's that's what we're about. We're here to you know, the pastor I was talking to him the other night, we were talking about Buddy Bell was a he teaches on the ministry of helps, and some people think the ministry of helps is a subservient ministry, like it's not as good. But he, 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 uh, the acronym for helps, H-E-L-P-S, is having enough loving people serving. That's what the church is about. We as a body of Christ, wherever we go, we're the extensions. We are his. Even uh, Brother Stephen in the Bible, if you, you read about him, they said we're, we're, we got the men, the men of God, the ministers had to have time to preach and to, to study the word so they could deliver. And they said, choose you out among you, seven men full of the Holy Ghost, to do what? To wait on the people. Well, later on, we see Stephen doing miracles and all those things. So that's the exciting part about it. We're not looking, and I was, I was talking to Pastor about the body of Christ. I see the intricacy of how the Holy Spirit, each member of the body doing its part. Uh, Brother Ray might be the hand. Brother Zephan might be the foot. This one might be the, an ear, an eye, you know. And every one of those things, I mean, if I'll, I'll be the big toe. I don't care. I don't have to be the head because you know what? You get rid of that big toe and try to walk, try to run. It's impossible. But when you have the whole body of Christ working together as the body, jointly fit together, mighty things happen. And I really feel like that's what the Lord, that's what this church is about. It's about the body of Christ coming together in each one and strengthening one another to where we fulfill the plan and purpose of God for us. Amen? Amen. And he's ripping off scripture. I'm going to have to change my whole message now up here. I've got to get rid of Acts 6.1. Uh, you know, praise God. The best gift is, is the gift of serving. And, the, you know, it's, it's a real revelation. It, it, you know, when, when we can begin to understand why Jesus Christ came. Acts 10.38. Did you guys turn there? Acts 10.38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Actually, take your Bibles. Go to John 14. I, I want to build a little bit of a platform here for you today. To, so we know that Jesus, went, he went around doing what? Good. What are we called to do as Christians? We're, we're called to go out and do good. Amen? We're not, called, we're not called to go out and do bad. John 14, verse 12. Just let me know when you guys are there. I get excited. i got to wait on, wait on you guys to get there. So, John 14, 12. It says, Most assuredly, I say to you, He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. This is in the Word. Okay, this is true. This is in the word of God. So we, you know, we understand that Jesus Christ in Acts 10, 38 went about doing good. And in John 14, 12, the, these are the words of Jesus. I say to you, he who believes in me. So there's one condition that we have to have to, to, to be to be a servant like Jesus. We have to believe. 
We have to believe in Him. You know, the Bible says, you, you know, uh, that, that if anybody calls upon the name of Jesus, they shall be saved. It's, it's, the, name, it's the name of Jesus. It's the power of that name that saves us. Amen. The other night, you know, we had five or six people that, that got saved. We went into, we, you know, at, at, the, at, the, at Unity uh, Apartments up there. And then we went into a room and we prayed. And the, the power of God showed up in that room. You could feel, you could just feel the presence of God in that room. And people were getting saved. People were giving their hearts to Jesus Christ. It, it, it's, it's that people are sent to serve. To do exactly what Jesus Christ has, has done. What He did here on earth, we're called to do also. I mean, you know, maybe you've never heard that before. Maybe you've never heard greater works I will do. You know, or, or maybe you've heard it and thought, that's not me. How could that be me? I'm not like Jesus. No, no, no. You're like Jesus. When you get saved, you, you are now beginning the process of being transformed. You know what the enemy does? The enemy loves to come in and, 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 and rival any, any plan in your life to think that you can be used by God. And that, you, that you could serve like Jesus. You know, I, I've always, many times I've said, you know, it's the, the most radical people are oftentimes the ones that they get saved and they get on fire for God and nobody's going to tell them that they can't go around telling people about Jesus. Because you know what? They know that their life radically got changed. You know, Steph I'm bringing up people today, but you know, Stephanie's testimony, you know, Friday night was, was powerful. It's just like that testimony alone of how, how God transforms and He changes a life. Because you know what? They step into another arena and they say, you know what? I'm here to serve God. I'm not here to serve my own purpose. I'm not here to, I'm not here to serve uh, what the world calls service. I tell you guys, you, you have to look around and you have to begin to understand that, you know, the world does want, wants to serve one thing and it's I. But see, that's not what Jesus came. You know, what a Christmas message, Pastor Brad. You know, understand. See, you know, the world says, well, you know, just do whatever feels good. Do whatever you want to do. You, you don't have to listen to anybody. Do, do whatever. Do whatever you want to do. That's not what the Bible says. You know, we're not called to do whatever we want to do. We're called to listen to what the Word of God says. You know, the other day, I, I, it was interesting because... You know, there's all this stuff going on social media about kids skipping school on Friday and, and a bomb threats across the nation. This was nationwide. And how TikTok was going to, like, you know, control, you, you know, social media. I don't know if you guys, were, you know, we got young, younger people in here, and how, and how that, that, that whole aspect was going to, like, you know, control, like, TikTok was going to shut schools down and there were bomb threats. Kids were calling in making bomb threats. So there was stuff going on in West Virginia as well. But, but you know, in light of that, I'm thinking, and then I read an article. I read the news a little bit, not a lot. But I read an article about how a parent was trying to, you know, work with his 11-year-old daughter, you know, because she was on TikTok and, and, you know, he couldn't get her off TikTok because, you know, she kept changing her password. And, you know, Apple, she would learn how to block her father. I'm like, take the phone away from the 11-year-old daughter. You want to you sue Apple? You want to do all that? Take the phone away. Are you, are you an ignorant fool? Are you stupid? I'm, I know you guys are like, he's saying stupid and ignorant fool from the point. No, but, I, but I'm like, you understand that we cannot create a culture in our church and in our world that, you know what, we serve just ourselves. You know, everything that, everything that the world says, we as Christians have to do the opposite. 
We truly have, you know, it's not a, you know, my life's not my own. You know, I, I, I realized that some years ago. You know, I realized that even today, my life's not my own. When God, when God called me, amen, you know, and I'll say this because a lot of times people think, well, you're, you're, you're a pastor. No, when God called me out of, out of sin and he called me into light, when he called me, when, he, when, when I got saved, I realized something from that point. My life isn't my own. I, I, I'm called to serve something greater and it's not myself. It's not myself. What a Christmas message, huh? <laughs> I'm not called to serve myself. But Jesus Christ, he, he, he came to serve. You know, and, and listen, you know, John, John, and I love this, John 14, 12. It says, greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. Jesus came and died. On the, he came for us. He died for you. He, it, no matter whether you believe it or not, that's what he did for you. You know, what, why, why are you so passionate about this? Because no matter what anybody thinks, whether you believe in Jesus or not, I know that's what he did for you. Well, I'm an atheist. Well, I'm this, I'm that. It doesn't matter. He died for the atheist. It doesn't matter. He died for the Muslim. It doesn't matter. He died for the Hindu. You know, we're at the Holiday Inn. You know, the guy over there, you know, we were, we're looking for a place to hold a baptism two weeks ago. And it's like, you know, we're driving around the, the Marriott. Well, our pool's closed because something's wrong with it. Okay, we'll just go somewhere else. I said, let's go to the Holiday Inn. And so we drove over to the Holiday Inn, and, uh, and Miranda was on the phone trying to call, and, and, and she got a hold, the, the lady that at the Holiday Inn got a hold of the owner, and the owner says, well, yeah, you can, you can have a baptism. Well, we're all sitting in the lobby. I mean, and this is how God, God truly works, because God, God's a faithful God. We're sitting in the lobby, and the water from the pool is flowing out across the floor. We're like, something's not right, you know? The, the pool shouldn't be doing this at the Holiday Inn. Well, the owner comes in, and, and, and you know, he, he gets, gets a call, and he comes in, and, uh, you know, and he was like, my pool's flooding. And it was like, he said, you, you're such a blessing, you know. And he's like, I'm Hindu. And I'm like, I don't care what you are. I know, my, I know Jesus is, I know who Jesus is. He said, well, you know, I'm Hindu, and, and you know, this, and, but God sent you here. And I said, well, it's a testimony to who Jesus is. Not, you know, it's, it, well, you know, and so it was just an opportunity to begin to minister to him the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. The love of Jesus Christ. I, I, I'll be back. You know, I, I'll go back and see him sometime. I, I felt in my spirit because I, I knew that it was a seed. You know, when people want to begin to associate, well, I'm this or I'm that, you know, I, I am a Christian. And listen, it would do good for people to understand that if you're a Christian, you behave like one, you act like one, you, 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 don't, you don't mix with the world. You don't go, you don't go mixing. I'm a part, you don't be a part-time Christian. Be a full-time Christian. Amen. You know, the Bible says that I wish you were either hot or cold. Make up your mind who you, whom you're going to serve today. Amen. Make up your mind. You know, I, I'm, I choose to serve Jesus. But Jesus says this. Back to, the, back to this. Greater works you shall do. Greater works you shall do. You've got to begin to get that picture into your heart. You know, I, I thought about greater works and I thought, the other night, you know, we took 18 to 20 people from this church to do an outreach. Remarkable. I mean, and you know, and like everybody was playing a part. And you're just kind of sitting there, you know, and it's like, I'm just, 
I felt so much joy. I, I was like bouncing through the hallways. I was like skipping through the hallways. As a, you know, nobody was around. I was like skipping through the hallways. Don't go back and watch the video. So, you know, I, I was just excited to be there. To, to, to just, see, just to see people caring about people. God's called people to serve. And people were serving. People were interacting. People were talking. And, you know, one of the things I, I, I love about that, it, it, it's the best training ground in the world. You know, when we all come together and there's, there's a release of people just going out. You know, I, that's how I learned. I would watch people to see, watch pastors to see how they interacted. To watch other people to see what they did. To watch people how they pray. You know, it, it, it's, great, it's great training. So, you know, it, it, not to get hung up on that, but greater works. And I believe that's what was taking place. Greater works because there, there was the body of Christ operating. Doing greater works. Amen. People getting touched. People getting healed. You, you, you know, people getting saved. Uh, the, the best miracle, people getting saved. Take your Bibles. Go to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. In Mark chapter 10, and actually we're going to pick up probably verse, I don't know, 43 maybe. You know, in Mark chapter 10, it, it's, it's such a fascinating piece of scripture because um because James and John they, they they go to Jesus and they ask Jesus this question you know Jesus you know what you know you know, what would it take to 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 be like you what would it take to be you know you know to set at the right hand of the father you know we we want to do this you know so I'm paraphrasing some of the scripture here but you, you know and read this go go through and read you know John 14 you know grab a hold of that read that it's just it's, it's just really good sh- uh, stuff John I love the book of John John 10 you know read all that get that into your spirit you know but they were asking they were asking Jesus you know you know what would it take for us to be like you and Jesus I mean clearly he he gives he he gives what I feel is like one of, the greatest, uh, one of the greatest answers that if you, if you ever want to explain what Christianity is to someone, what true Christianity is to someone, is that I put others before myself. I put, I put others before, before myself. It's, it's not, this life isn't about me. Now let's pick up at uh, 1043. Mark chapter 10, verse 43. It says, Yet it shall not be so among you, uh, among your, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So why did Jesus Christ come? He, he come to serve. You know, it wasn't that he was just serving people. You know, he washed, people, he washed his disciples' feet. You know, you get that picture. God, washing, you know, washing, washing people's feet, washing his disciples' feet, his followers. Oh, you know, certainly, you knew I wouldn't let Jesus do that. But Jesus is like, no, no, you don't understand. I have to do this. I, I have to do this because this is what I'm called to do. I'm called to serve. I'm called to serve. You know, can I, can I tell you that as a believer, as a believer, you're called. You're called to serve. You know, you, you may say, at, at what level? I, you know, I remember early, early on in my, my Christian faith, I, I, you know, I just knew that I needed to get involved. I knew that I needed to do something. And, and you, know, you know, but you, you deal with this. You deal with the fear. You deal with, like, well, I'm not good enough. Anybody ever deal with that? 
Anybody ever deal with, uh, you know, I'm not good enough? Man, I've sinned. If people knew what I had done, if people knew my past, they wouldn't even let me in the room. You know, I, I'd, I'd be, you know, 10 years ago, I'd have been fighting with everybody in here. He'd have looked at me the wrong way to punch him. I mean, I, you know, that, you know, or I, there's no way I would let someone talk to me that way. You know, it's like, it's like th- that kind of stuff. But see, you know, you, you, deal, you, you deal with that fear. You deal with that condemnation. But see, understand something. Condemnation doesn't come from Jesus. It comes from the enemy. The enemy wants to disrupt every believer, to take them from a place of not serving other people, but to serving themselves. Well, you know, I'll just I'll stay home. I'll, do, I'll, I'll just stay home. I'll just, I'll be, I'll, I'll enclose myself. I'll, you know, I'm... You know, I'm having church by myself. You're not called to have church by yourself. You, you know, what a, what, a, what a big mistake. You're not called to have church by yourself. Why? Because you're called to serve. You're called to serve. Yeah, you know, there may be a Sunday that, you, you, you know, you, maybe you need rest. You know, maybe, you know, I, I, I don't know. Honor God's covenant. You know, I don't feel good. I still go to church. I, I preach with 103 temperature. I've, I broke sweat in K&I one time for a morning service, and, and I, I, felt, I felt horrible. I felt like, man, I felt like if, if somebody could just push me over and roll me into the water, I'd, you know, I, that's how I felt. I felt bad. Drove all the way down there, 45-minute drive, not an easy drive, felt bad, didn't say anything to anybody. And literally, I remember the point that, you know, I'm like, the Lord said, preach on healing. I'm like, Lord, I have a message. He said, preach on healing. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'll preach on healing. Because you know what? I need healed. I'm, I'm like, I'm fevered. I feel bad. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm preaching on healing. Our Lord is a healer. You know, I need healed. Our, you know, God is a healer. Next thing I know, I break a sweat. And my suit goes from dry. I, I'm soaking wet. I, I felt like I had been in the ocean. And, uh, but see, un- understand something. It, God, God calls us to serve. You know, I, I, you know, don't compromise. You're not called to be alone. You're not called. You're not called to 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 do things by yourself. Amen. God, God's called the body of Christ. It's like it's, you know, Brother Don said. You know, the big toe. I'm going to call him the big toe from now on. So, Brother Don, the big toe. So, you know, you you need every every part of the body working. Amen. Every part. But understand this: Jesus Christ, He came to serve. We as believers, what are we called to do? We're called to serve. That's the greatest gift. Do you feel better when you give a gift or get a gift? Give a gift. Why? It's better to give. It's better, it's better to, to release that. People are like, what? No, I like getting gifts. What are you talking about? Trust me. Trust me. Eh, don't trust me. Trust God. It's not about trusting Brad. Trust God. Trust God in what God says. It's better to give than to receive. It's better to give than to receive. Two points I want to make today, and, and I'm going to be brief on even these two points. You are saved to serve. You, 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 you receive salvation from Jesus Christ. So that you could enter into service. Amen. Second Timothy 1 9. If you have your Bibles, just flip there real quick. You are saved for service. Second Timothy 1 9. 
2 Timothy 1.9. It says, Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So understand something, that when you got saved, when you said yes to Jesus Christ, you didn't go to heaven. It's not done. It's just the beginning. You know, think, think about it. it. You know, well, I got saved. Your life's not, it's not over. You didn't, you didn't go to heaven, right? So you, you, you're not, you're not, you didn't, I'm saved, I'm, I'm, I'm in heaven. See, eternity begins at your salvation, yes. However, now the work begins. So understand something around your salvation. Now the working begins. Now I begin to say, you know what? What can I do for God? You know, my, you know and I love Dr. Morocco, our senior pastor. He said, you know, and he says this, he makes this comment. He says, you know, my job is to make you look good when Jesus Christ returns or when you go home to be with the Lord. That's my job as a pastor is to give you every opportunity to serve, to, get, to, give, to give you areas where you can grow your faith. Amen? It's why we do outreaches. It's why, you know, when Pastor Brad comes in and I, you know, I'll talk to somebody after a couple, two or three weeks, you know, hey, would love to have you come in and, you know, maybe you could help in the parking lot. Maybe you could, pr- you know, you know we're, we're doing prayer. You know, <laughs> we're doing prayer five days a week. You know, maybe you could jump on a prayer call with us and, you know, just hang out there for a while. And then, you know, it, it's good. You know, it's good when we get together and we pray. You know, you know I, I, I call you up. You know, hey, I love that you're in church, you know, you know would you care to do this? You know, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good because, see, my responsibility or my role as a pastor, our, our jobs are, are to get people moving in places of serving. Because, you know, it, 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 and understand this, you're not serving me. You're serving God. You're serving God. You're, you're, you're giving to Him. You're serving the Lord. Amen? Man, that's, that's the greatest gift. We do it because we love the Lord. Amen? We do it because, you know, God's good. Amen. We do it because God, God, you know, God's a blesser. He's a rewarder, the Bible says. A lot of people think, well, if I serve God, I, there's nothing in it for me. Oh, no, no, no. There's great benefits in serving our God. Forget not all his benefits, the Bible says, Psalms 103. Forget not all his benefits. I'm more blessed now as a believer than I ever was as a heathen. I've got more money in the bank now than I ever did as, a, as I did as a heathen. I have more joy in my life now that I'm a Christian and that I'm a believer than I ever did when I was a heathen and outside of God. Amen? Because my God is a giver. And you know what? God wants me to be a giver. God wants me to be a servant. So we give up of, we give up of ourselves. You know, I remember one time when I uh, was in Hawaii and... Uh, you know, we, we were big on outreaches because, you know, we we're just doing everything we can do to reach the community. We probably visited every home at least five times and, and, and prayed with uh, the community. It wasn't like we just prayed with a few people. <laughs> we prayed with the community. And, you know, and, and I remember, you know, somebody, somebody coming to me and saying, you know, hey, pastor, I just, I don't, I can't do that. And I'm like, you know, it's okay, but let, let me explain, you know, I, I, I can't get out and do what you guys are doing, like mobilizing and, and doing that. And, you know, and I, I, I sat down and I, and I talked with him. I said, you know, understand that, you know, not everybody's going to do the same thing in the way of service. But, you know, you can do this. You can bake cookies. 
You know, I know that sounds really weird, right? But, you know, you, you can do this. You, 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 can, uh, you can be a blessing in another way. And see, that's the wonderful thing about our Lord. It's like, you know, and then it was like we were trying to show people that, you know what, you're doing it because of, because of the Lord. You know, and, and then we've had people, you know, well, you know, I'm going to leave because I, I, I just can't do that. Well, no, no, no. Find a place to serve. Find a place to serve. This is a serving church. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for all the volunteers. You know, weekly, there's over 20 volunteers that volunteer for this church. Weekly. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing a report. And so when I look at the report weekly and I see the volunteers, people are volunteers. They're, they're doing things. John, just raise your hands right now. Father, right now, I, Lord, I thank you for healing in his physical body. Lord, I know, that, I know that you've been working this week. Bring it to completion in the next 12 to 24 hours. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. I just, it's our cameraman. If you're watching online, praise God. God's a miracle working God and he knows it. Praise God. Amen. Um, see, you're saved for service. You're saved for service. So if you're here, you know, you know, on earth, and I'm going to say, not, it's not just about this church and you serving. You know, there, there are so many ways that you can serve as a Christian. You know, um, you can call somebody and say, hey, I, you, you've been on my heart today. I want to pray with you. I called people yesterday. People that I haven't heard from in a while. You know, it, it, it's because it's because, you know, it, it's, you know, God moves you. He, he positions you. He calls you. Amen. Because, see, you're the answer to someone else's problem a lot of times and you just don't know it. You know that God can use you like that. Amen. It's like you, you, you take your eyes off yourself. And you put your eyes on what Jesus was putting his eyes on. And you know what he was putting his eyes on you. Everything he did was free you. Amen. Everything he did for, uh, for us was because he loved us. Take your Bibles, go to Ephesians chapter 4. I'm going to close with this today. So you're saved for service and you're called to serve. You're called to serve. You know, as we've been on uh, this whole month, we've been around vision. You know, I, I, I want you to understand that, you know, the greatest example that we have before us is the life of Jesus. And if you want to pursue and walk in vision at greater levels, look at the life of Jesus. But look, look at what he did. He, he, his heart to serve. So much that, you know. He died for you. You know, that was, that was his assignment. And I think a lot of people miss that. They think Jesus was this or that, but, you know, it, it, that was his assignment. You know, so much that, you know, even when Peter, like, no, 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 you know, you know Peter, rebu Jesus rebuked Peter. You know, certainly, certainly, you know, that's, the, you know, you, you're, you know, you're not going to go. And, you know, he's, he's standing up for Jesus and, you know, Peter rebukes him and says, Satan, get behind me. You don't understand because I have an assignment. I've been called to serve, to lay my life down. I've been called to this service. Hmm. One man did that for you and I. That's the best gift. <laughs> that so, so that we could have life. Amen? So that we could have life. Life more abundantly, the Bible says.
Ephesians 4, chapter 1. You're called to serve. As a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. You're called to serve. As a believer today, Minister Lee, how could you come to the keyboard? As a believer today, again, maybe it's maybe it's something you've you've never you 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 you've never heard. You know, because all I ever hear in school was you know, do what you want to do. Be what you want to be. That that's 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 good. But understand that as a believer, we're called. We're called to others. You know, PJ's brought I don't know how many people to church in the last three weeks. He's a you know, and it's not I'm not I'm not boast it's not a boast on boasting on him. It's it's the God in him. And you know, and it's like you know, and it's like it's an it's a way or an area where where he can serve. He's a gatherer. And I love it. I love it when there's gatherers in the house. You know? God wants to use people. If you guys would, go ahead and stand to your feet. scripture Psalms 100 verse 2 it says serve the Lord with gladness come into his presence with singing (laughs) we do it because of who he is I encourage I'm, I'm an encourager. <laughs> but, you know, just this week, come into His presence with, with, with happiness, with joy, with gladness. You know, uh, the greatest thing about our God, it's like, you know, you, you, you can move into an arena where, you know what, your joy, your, your, your worship, you know, tithing is a form of worship, but you're singing. You're singing before God. Is, is also worship to the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. Guess what, you, guess what you're doing when you, when you sing? You're, you're serving. You're serving the King. You know, I'm going to tell you, you know, some of you need to hear this, that you can sing your way out of some problems. If you would just open your mouth, you can begin to sing your way out of some stuff. What do you mean, Pastor. I'm going to serve the Lord no matter what. No matter, this, no matter what, I got a bill that I can't take care of. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to sing my way. God, you're going to provide a way. And just begin to rejoice. 
I got this, I got this on me. I got I got this, I got that. Serve the Lord with your gladness. You know, it, it it's can I can I tell you though, see, Jesus made he made he made such an easy way for us to serve. We can serve by opening our mouth. We can serve by doing something for a brother or for a sister. We can serve by giving. Man, what an opportunity, amen? What an opportunity. If everybody would, just bow your heads this morning. <clears throat> Father, I thank you. I thank you that, Lord, the best gift is, is truly what you've done for us on the cross. Listen, I want, I want to ask you a very serious question today. Because if you don't know the answer to this, you know, at any point in your life, you know, if Jesus Christ himself were, were to come back today, you know, you know, the Bible says no one knows the time or hour in which, in which he will return. But if he were, I mean, if we had an inclination, you know, can I tell you that Jesus is coming soon? Oh, yeah, my grandma's been saying that. Well, you know, hey, you, you don't have to look too far not to see the signs and the things that are taking place in the world. Jesus is coming back. And, you know, my question to you today is, are you saved? Are, are, are you born again? And are, 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 you know, are, are you going to make heaven today? Because, see, there's only one way that you can get to heaven, and, and that is call upon the name of Jesus. You, you have to call upon that name. You have to receive him into your heart. And, you know, that, that is the greatest gift given to us, to, to all of humanity, is that, you know, what he, he gives us. You know, the wonderful thing about salvation, it's free. So many people, you know, they, they, it, you can't buy it. You can't earn it. It's the grace of God. It's free. It's something that's given to you because of, because of what he did. And it's the purpose in which he went to the cross. That was his service to you and I. It was the, it, that was His service to you or I. So, listen. If you're not saved, you, you, know, you know as sure as I'm sitting here talking today, you, you know, there's something inside of you saying, you know what, I don't know if I would make heaven today. You know, i got sin in my life that I've got to get rooted out. I'm going to tell you, see, you know, this is what God does. God, God cleanses you. The Bible says that, you know, when you, when you become saved, born again, the old things are gone and the new things have come. And you know what that means? It means, you know what, now you move into a whole other arena where, you know what, I'm saved and I begin to get hungry for the things of God. But you have to guard against it that the enemy doesn't come alongside and snatch things out of you. You, you, fight, you fight for your salvation. And you know, what I love about this church, there's plenty of people here that are willing to serve to help you fight. To help you fight. You don't have, you know, listen, you don't have to leave this church today 
dealing with the same stuff or dealing with a sin that's been there for uh, maybe, maybe it's a lifetime. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's five years. Maybe it's ten years. You, you don't have to leave today carrying that. God forgives you today. He, he, he cleanses you today. You know, I, I'm going to tell you today, I understand if we've got people watching online, this is not a game. You understand that the eastern sky could split at any given time and Jesus Christ could, would, would return. Are you going to heaven or are you going to hell? There's, you know, I, I, I feel strong about anybody that's watching online today too. Make this decision. Make this decision that I'm going to serve Jesus. See, it's the free gift. It's what God's given us. He's given us this. So if that's you today, you say, hey, pastor, would you pray for me? I just want you to slip up your hand. I just want you to slip up your hand today. Would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? I, I, you know, I want to receive Jesus Christ as Lord of my life. Will you pray for me? Is that anybody here today? Don't miss this. You know, I can sit here and think, you know, I remember Dr. Rodney sharing a story. It was at the end of an evening, and it was an, an altar call that was given in the church. I don't want to botch it all up, but, but the point of the story was there was a man. There were two people that, that, that were in that service. And they had raised their hands. Was it both people that had raised their hands for salvation? Or just the one? Both. Both people had raised their hands to receive Jesus Christ as Lord of their life at the end of a service. And that, that night, that very night, those two people that raised their, raised their hands were on a head-on collision. And both were killed instantly. I'm, you understand, this is not a game. I don't you know, we're not telling stories because this is a good story. It was the fact that they made a decision. They made a decision that day to say, you know what, I, I'm going to give my, I, you know, I'm going to give my life to Jesus. You know, and because they did that, you know, they, anybody that calls upon the name of Jesus shall be saved. You don't have to carry sin in your life. You can be f free of sin today. But listen, you got to want to kick it out. You've got to want to kick it out of your life. So anybody today, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just say, yeah, Pastor, that's me. I don't hang around here very long, guys, but I, I just I feel that in my spirit today. Because, you know, I, I care about you. I don't want you to leave here and, 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 and you know, and have been like, you know, no, I, I, need, I needed to be saved. I needed to be saved. I, 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 need, I need to serve God. Amen. Well, listen, I'm going to pray with anybody that's online today. As this video goes out, you've never received Jesus Christ as Lord of your life. You know, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. And the Bible does say that anybody that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I'm going to say this prayer today. And if you're watching online, I, you know, say this prayer with us. But, you know, above else, I, I want you to connect. I want you to connect to, to the body of Christ. 
The, the enemy will do everything he can do to get you out of church, to lie to you, to deceive you. That's, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he would love nothing better than to steal the very salvation that you've received from Jesus Christ. So I'm going to pray this prayer today for those that are online watching with us. And if you said that prayer with us, you know, put emoji hands up. I don't know. Put something up in there and say, hey, yeah, I prayed, Pastor. We want to make sure your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. So if you guys would along, you know, if you've never said this prayer today, say it from your heart. I want you to say, I want to be saved. I want to be saved. So I'm going to pray. Amen. You ready to pray? Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now to come into my life. Father, I believe that you died for me and rose again. Lord, I confess my sins to you today. <laughs> Though they are many, Lord, you've, you've cleansed them and you've covered them in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, today, fill me up with the Holy Ghost and power. Lord, my life today is brand new and I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. If you said that prayer, do me a favor. Let, you know, if you're in here today and you said that prayer, let one of the leaders know, hey, I, I prayed that prayer. I'm, I, I want, I, I'm, I'm on my way to heaven. I want to serve God. And a lot of times you think, well, people don't always come up front. You know, I'm going to tell you, it's not, it's, we should acknowledge the Lord in our life. We should acknowledge, you know, what Jesus has done. It's, it's important to do that. It's important to, rec you know what, he's my Lord. I, I'm not ashamed of him. I've, 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 I've been there. I've been in the back and be like, man, I, I can't go. They might think something differently of me. You know, they might think, they might see my sin. You know who sees your sins? Jesus. It don't matter, it don't matter whether you're in the back of the pew, you're up, you're in the pulpit. It doesn't matter. Jesus sees it. You know, we're going to get things right. Amen. And we're going to keep pressing. And we're going to see a lot of souls added to the kingdom in Fairmont, West Virginia. I think we had seven this weekend. So, you know, that brings us to about 990. We got 10 more. Break a thousand. <laughs> we're going to do it. Amen. Who wants to win somebody, Lord, this week? Come on, raise your hand, somebody. Raise your hand. Say, I, I, that's me. I, I want to win somebody, the Lord. Go get them. Go get them. Amen. Let me bless you. Father, raise your hands. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the body of Christ. And Father, I pray, Lord, even today, uh, that, Lord, that um, may, may we become better servants. May we recognize the importance of what you've done for us in serving and giving up of your life. And Father, I pray, Lord, today, let this be a blessed week, a great week for the body of Christ. And Lord, every family that's here, Lord, I, I, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done for these families. And Father, I thank you for many more great testimonies moving into a whole other year. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.